Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. What is going on today, guys? How are you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. We've got some fun things to talk about today. X Maxes, Primal RC Raminators, the new FCX24, and some baby hippo brass axles from yours truly, CCXRC for the SCX24. So I'm going to try to remember to talk about all these things, but once I get going, I just kind of go wherever I go. Um, let's start with the X-Max because that was, when I first started in RC, that was my favorite RC for a long, long time. Um, so I got into the hobby. I started with the Traxxas two-wheel drive stampede. Many of you guys know this. This is like, you know, the old guy at the table re repeating stories that you've all heard over and over again. Uh, and then I got a low C10 SCTE, which I absolutely love um, and loved. I don't have it anymore, so it should have been a uh, past tense uh, version of love there. I loved and drove the wheels off that thing. Um, and then there was a Yeti that I traded for a Sawmade. Uh, uh, G made saw saw back saw made. Oh gosh, what time is it? It's twelve forty. I shouldn't be this tired, but um, I've been up for a little while now. It was a late night though. I was up writing, and you guys will find out what I was writing at a at a later date. But um, yeah. So I was up writing, and writing really taxes my brain, and it makes me extra tired. Um, I. I don't know why college, everything, you know, master's degree writing was always something I procrastinate on. Um, I don't know why it's so hard to put words onto paper for me. Once I get doing it, I actually enjoy it, but there's this, like, I got to get over the hill to get going. Anyway, um, eventually I went ahead and got the X max success when it first came out and I loved it and I kept it for years even after the 8S came out and the conversion kits came out, I just kept mine success and I just kept running it and loving it and thought it was plenty of power for it, you know. Um, but there came a time when I realized if I'm going to sell this ever, now is the time. And so I decided to, to sell it with the intention of buying the 8S X Max, putting that money toward it. Well, like happens, a whole bunch of other new RCs came out. Um, I think I ended up putting that money... I already had the DBXLE because I was comparing the two of those. Um, I don't remember what came out. It was probably I spent it on a monster truck of some sort or whatever. I was really getting to the the solid axle racing. Um, So I probably invested my money into that Uh, because I actually sold it while I was at a race at Hobbytown. And um, yeah, so hold on. Let me let me answer that. All right, I'm back from that phone call. That was a nice conversation with, with uh, Irene from Primal RC, which I'll be talking about my uh, Primal RC later in the show. We'll get back to the X Max. So, yeah, there was a bunch of reasons why I did not order one um, right after selling the 6S, and a lot of it has to do with YouTube and you know trying to keep content going that 
uh, was fresh and relevant. And at that time, the 8S had been out for a while. Um, so, you know, it's crazy that that dictates what I buy, um, but it is kind of the reality. And, um, you know, the newer stuff always took precedent over something that had been out for a while. But there had been kind of a little bit of a lull in some of the newer stuff that I wanted, and it was time for me to get the 8S X Max. And I'll tell you what, that thing is a blast. Um, a lot of people try to compare the Armas to the X-Max and they want to have some kind of a showdown, like one's better than the other, but it's really that they're different. Um, I don't really see them kind of being in the same field based on the way that they handle. It just is a totally different beast than the Creighton 8S or the Outcast 8S both of which I really like and uh, currently have the Outcast 8S. Before I moved, I started trying to get rid of some of the bigger RCs for um, packing reasons and all that. Uh, and so the 8S was one of them that was still in great condition. And the, so I let the Creighton go. And, um, you know, knew when I moved that I'd be looking at getting one again and decided this time to go with the Outcast. And the Outcast, uh, the reasoning for that being that it just kind of wheelies up a little bit more, uh, and I wanted to give it a try, basically. I'd driven JTs at Horizon RC Fest, and it was a lot of fun, and so I wanted to um, to give that a go, and really, really like how it handles. Um, out of the box, I think it is more fun than the Creighton 8S, uh, the Creighton 8S needs a little bit more gearing in order to get it to wheelie up and be a little bit more out of control uh, for bashing. It was an awesome performer. It flew straight. It drove well. Uh, it was on rails, and it was a really cool experience. It was a little bit like the DBXLE, in my opinion, as far as handling, um, which doesn't do any crazy tricks right on the box either, flips or want to really wheelie up or anything. And so it felt close to that, which is something I already had, and that's part of the reason I went with the 8S. So back to the X-Max, you know, right out of the box, that thing just wheelies like crazy. Uh, it's got a much higher center of gravity, so it handles completely different than either of the Armas. And it just is a fun driving experience, especially for somebody like me that really likes the monster trucks. And um, it it feels more like a monster truck and less like a truggy, which is more like what the Creighton and the Outcast are like. Um, both having really, really fun characteristics to them, uh, depending on what you're wanting to do. So I don't really think it's a fair call to place them against each other because they're so different in the way that they drive and the way that they're built. Um, so I'm loving having both options in my stable and, you know, there's something about the X-Max handling and the monster truck wheelies and just kind of, it gets more ragged edge, I feel like, than the others do. Um, and that's kind of one of the driving styles that I like and what really draws me to it as like a monster truck platform in that larger scale independent suspension. So it still kind of eats up a lot of stuff that you throw at it. Suspension is really plush on it. Uh, and I did go ahead and buy another 4S Traxxas battery so I could run their battery packs in it. And that really has been a really great experience uh, using their charger and their batteries 
in that vehicle. So it was something that, you know, I'd always stayed away from. I always had enough batteries. It was like, why do I need to buy another set of batteries? But really, it is a simple um, drop-in when you do it that way. It, everything fits like a glove, and it makes the experience really great. Um, just like, you know, putting my Spectrum batteries in the Arma is a really great experience. Uh, putting the Traxxas batteries in the, the uh, X-Max has been uh, a winner of an experience for me. Before I was sticking my, um, I cut off the ends on the, the 6S X-Max and was running uh, Venom batteries. And uh, they would slide around because they weren't long enough to really fill the tray. And they had foam, but the foam, I'd lose it. It'd fly out. And then I just started letting the batteries slide. And it would damage the batteries a little bit, crack the cases on really big stuff. Um, but this, uh, with the, the Traxxas batteries, everything just fits. It's like a glove, like I said. And it just, lots of power. I know a lot of people upgrade theirs. Um, and that was the first thing. I posted a video and everybody was telling me all the upgrades that I'm going to need and do. And um, I think it handles pretty good box stock. Uh, I really like it. Um, I'm sure that you can make it wild and totally insane by changing it all up. But I feel like the stock performance is actually quite adequate for what it is, and it delivers a ton of fun. Uh, I've seen ExoCaged, and his is insane. Um, but the more that you change, the more that you have to upgrade. If you want to go to the Badlands tires, they're a little bit bigger, heavier. Uh, maybe not bigger, but they're like heavier. Um, and I've noticed that it's harder on the drivetrain and things like that. And so then there's upgrades, put bigger, uh, bigger power in it. Same thing. You just end up, you know, chasing what the weakest link is going to be at that point. Um, whereas stock, I don't feel like there's, you know, and I haven't driven it long, but I know some people have had issues with, um, like what we call pot metal or whatever, but like the, the powder metal that's used to make gears and all that. Uh, so far, mine hasn't had any issue, and um, we've been driving it. I just had Alex over the other day, which will segue to the primal part, um, and he was driving it and uh, doing great. The one problem that we did have when he was driving it was the wheel nuts were loose, and it kind of uh, rounded out a little bit the hex on the, the wheel, but not too bad. Um, I think now that it's tightened down, it should be fine as long as I keep an eye on those wheel nuts, make sure they don't loosen um, and that's probably something I should have tightened down out of the box. Anyway, I always say that and never do. And so <laughs> I try to give people that advice to do it and it's just hard cause you want to get out and run it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. It's fun to have it again. And I got the solar flare, which is what sold me on it. Cause I was, I was at the pet store right next door to a hobby shop with my kids to get some stuff for their turtle tank. And, um, there was a sign on the window showing an X-Max solar flare, and I was like, man, if they have that in in solar flare, then I'm going to get it. And so we went in, and I asked. There was no X-Maxes out, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm good. And I asked them, I'm like, do you have any X-Maxes? He pulls out a box, and it's like it got a big red logo on it. And I didn't know. I thought that the, the box art was what was in it. I feel like that is how it used to be, but maybe I'm wrong. Um and I said, oh, uh, you, you don't happen to have solar flare. And he said, this is, this is the only one I have and it's solar flare. And I was like, okay. And so I still was like, can I not get this? Like, how, how do I walk away from this? I really want it. And I said I would get it if it was solar flare. 
And about 30 seconds later, I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I need a battery. <laughs> and we walked out with it. So, And it's been fun since. Uh, we've had a blast with it. It's durable. Taking some good poundings. Only one body ejection, and that was Alex had done that. I think we've only had one body ejection. That was something I used to have with the 6S all the time. Um, but so far, so good. And maybe it's because it has that better power to, to lift the nose up. Um, if you're about to land, because it usually happens when you you endo. Um, so, so far, it's been good. Anyway, so Alex had come over. He had come over to help me with some of my gas-powered RCs. He's super knowledgeable about the small engines and just engines and cars and stuff in general and had offered to come over and help me take a look at why my – originally, my 5T, you'd, you'd turn it on and it would just, like, want to run away, like – and I couldn't figure it out. I was trying to tune it, and you know, we changed the pipe on it. And ever since then, it's it's kind of been problematic. I've been to the point where I'm like, you know what? Let's just throw a stock muffler back on and say, forget it. Um, one is quieter. Two, it just worked, uh, and I didn't have to deal with all these, you know, chasing down the problems of why it's not running super great. So he came on over. The first thing that we looked at was the five T. I ordered up some parts from it for it that he had said that I should get um, for new gasket for the pipe and different things and new silicone tubing to um, to attach the pipe to the motor. And um, a couple things with that, the new gasket and all that he put on is good. The problem was I ordered the, um, the kit for the aftermarket stuff for the Losi, which apparently has a bigger pipe where it fits to the engine. So... Um, I have to still get uh, a tube for that, and that one's still kind of waiting to get hooked up. And I was just sitting on the floor in the garage now waiting for me to go get some new tubing. Um, But we did spend some time with the Primal Raminator, which was still running. Um, The problem was that the body post, after, you know, a year of beating it really hard, had a lot of them had broken off, and so it wasn't really holding the body on great. So... Uh, got some of the, the metal ones that Primal has on their site, and uh, we installed those. And then the other problem was that when I put the new air filter on, I hadn't uh, what I found out was I hadn't put the air filter on tight enough or snug enough up against the choke switch, and so it would just kind of move too easily. And so you'd hit bumps or whatever, and it would actually move the choke, and it would shut off. So easy fix, just loosen the the um, the nut on that or bolt on that and slid it on tighter and tighten it down. So very simple, you know, tighten down a few bolts, you know, kind of give it a once over and fired it up and it took off and was fun. We, we bashed it for a while. Unfortunately, I missed about probably 10 foot, 10 minutes of footage uh, because I thought I was recording and I wasn't. So I missed my whole first run with it. And then I, uh, during that run, I thought I was still recording. I handed the controller to Alex and he was running and then I realized it wasn't it wasn't recording, and so um, I quickly started recording and got about five minutes of footage of us running it. Uh, and then he had this idea to have him lay down on one of the jumps and jump him, and he'd film it going over, which was a crazy idea. Um, it's a big truck to be jumping over people with, but I was game for it. <laughs> and uh, we gave it one jump, and he's like, oh, I missed it, which he didn't, luckily. He he did get it, because when I went back around to hit the jump again 
as I came back at me, both of the wheels were facing in, um, and I realized that I'd broken uh, one of the bolts that holds the steering um, links and all that together. So um, we'd had a couple of really hard hits on on the front wheels on a, a few of the jumps, and it sheared it off, one of the bolts. So um, luckily I, I realized it before I tried to jump them uh, the second time. But man, that thing driving it again has got me so excited about one the primal truck, and two just about RC again. Like I've I've been excited about it. We've been doing a lot with the minis, whatever. But man, that there's just something different about that truck driving it that I, I can't explain it. But I just get just this energy and this joy when I'm running it. Part of it's the sound. Part of it's the size, just watching it land and move and work and do its thing. It's just unreal to drive it. Um, and I know a lot of people want me to go brushless, and I've seen how wicked, again, Exocage, I keep going back to him because he does some crazy builds with all his stuff. And he's he's converted his to electric. And, man, the things that he can do with that are insane. But there's something about that, that roar of that engine as it's driving. And, you know, it definitely feels like enough for me in the yard where I'm running it and um, it feels very scale in the way that it moves and so I continue to drive it that way I only have a few gas powered ones and I've got a bunch of other ones that are fast and mean like the x-max and I don't really need this one to be that truck for me um, and I can't explain it to you and I guess unless you have one you don't know um, but even some people that do have it still feel like it needs more and um yeah, I'm looking at some of the other engines that they're selling for that allow me to keep it gas. Uh, but it's one of those things, one, the longevity. I'm not worrying about, like, the temp of the motor or, you know, things like that. I just get so much runtime out of it when I'm out there playing with it. And it's just you run out of gas, you just refill it and keep going until you break something. So, and with something that big and jumping it like we are, it's inevitable that it's going to happen. Uh, something will go at some point, but... Um, it really does. Those bolts don't shear off just easily. Like it's been something that's probably been taken abuse for a while. And at that point it just finally went, I've done it a couple times, but for as much as I've driven mine, which is a lot more than a lot of people do. Um, you know, I was running mine in Virginia all the time and uh, I'm going to get back to doing that here in Michigan. And that was just the first of many more runs to come. Uh, I'm going to get that screw backed out of there and put a new one in, and uh, we're going to start ripping it again because it's just so much fun. Um, but, yeah, so that um, is awesome. I can't wait for that Gravedigger to come out that they uh, have coming in January. It's really one of the most beautiful RCs that I've seen. That body looks so good on it. It makes it look bigger because of the the type of body it is and just the – uh, the whole raised rear of the the grave digger, um, it just it looks mean. It looks it looks amazing. So uh, I like the color scheme that they've done with the different uh, parts for it. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for the release of it. I'm trying to I got to figure out how to how to save up for one myself. Um, I've been putting a lot of my my money into growing the store that I have on my website, which uh, is something I can segue to. Um, you know, this whole podcast, we're talking about the big RCs. We'll talk about the small RCs too. Um, but we've been doing so much with the small RCs, the SCX24s, 
um, that that's really been something that my kids have been into, which has gotten me into it. And there's a whole segment of people in a community on YouTube and Facebook dedicated to these small ones, uh, from the monster trucks to the crawlers. And I'm having a blast with all of them. Uh, and so it's just something I can just, you know, at night, just pull out and put on my little course, have some fun running some lines with it. Even though it's dark outside, I don't need to be outside. I can just run in the house or wherever I want to with them. And that's kind of what I like about them because I do end up being up late a lot because of editing videos and the different things I've been working on and working with um, the manufacturers for the different parts. And that keeps me up late as well uh, because of time differences and all. So, um, yeah, so the the latest thing that that I have uh, is uh, it's a set of brass axles. So it's been in the works for months now. Um, It all started uh, with Mofo RC. I got his his portal, his portal um, that you can put onto the axles. And I was running aluminum axles on all my things and the problem was that the aluminum axles that you could buy all the aftermarket ones changed the rear axle to where the screws are that hold in the bearings and i think it's to save money on metal so that it's not sticking out and they need a bigger piece to start with it's maybe my guess i don't know why else they would have changed that um but i worked with a company to make them uh back to the stock setting on the sides uh, the front and rear of the axles instead of the top and the bottom. And uh, and so that's taken a while to get done. In the meantime, while mine had been being made, I did see that MoFo had done some as, as well, and he had done brass for his too. Because that was the other thing. Most of the axles were all aluminum. And I was like, well, I'm doing everything brass So because I want that down low weight. And especially with the release of the Bronco and stuff, you know, that low weight is just so beneficial. So I was like, well, I'm just going to do them brass. If I'm going to have them made, there's a, a bajillion other um, aluminum ones out there. And I didn't know that MoFo was also doing them. It probably would have kept me from doing it myself uh, because don't need to duplicate um, necessarily something that, that he's already doing because he does awesome stuff uh, and is one of my go-to places for anything SCX24 related. I always check uh, over on MoFo RC to see what what he has available and what new things. And so... Um, I'm running his ugly AF chassis, which is amazing um, for the comp stuff. Uh, it's one of my comp trucks that I've built and uh, really, really liking it. And so, um, yeah, and I've, I've just run a ton of his stuff. His servo saver really is one or servo mount is really one of the best ever, as he calls it. Uh, there's a lot of adjustability to it that the other ones don't have. Plus, it moves the upper link mount parts, those little screw locations where you mount to it, it lowers them so that your servos will sit flat. So on my servo mounts that I have, which I had done in brass as well, um, the screw pieces kind of stick up off the back. So when you put like the Honey Badger servo or, or most of them, the, the 99 Micro by Reefs in there, they're long and so they have to sit up on it, which angles the servo a bit and makes it a, a little bit of a weird angle when you're putting the screws in to hold it. Still works perfectly fine for the scale that they are. There's no issues with it in the functionality. It just it doesn't feel right when you're building it, even though it totally works. Um, so his remedies that problem, plus it allows you to mount the servo 
farther forward or backward based on the servo you're using in order to also help remedy where that is and how it will hit with the different chassis and different things. So really, really cool design. Um, but anyway, I do have the axles. We're just coming up with names for things. So I call them the baby hippos, um, just to give them a name. <laughs> They're really just brass axles, like basically that are shaped like the originals, but made out of brass. And, uh, so they've got that weight down there and they're small. So baby and, and weight and so baby hippo. Um, but yeah, so those are out and, um, they, they're working great. I've got them on a several of my trucks now and I do like the, uh, the added weight down low like that. Um, what else? The mighty handy tool is still selling like crazy. People are really liking the tool. Um, it's handy for 10th scale or 24 scale, but, um, I use mine all the time. Uh, I keep it in my pocket with me all the time so that if I'm working on anything I can, or I'm out running and I just need a quick tighten down of a screw or whatever. And, uh, I've, I've got it there to, to make a quick adjustment. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been cool to see how well those are doing and how many people are wanting them and, and all that. So, uh, yeah, the big and the small, all of that's great. I've got the new FMS FCX24 on my bench. I'm getting ready to unbox it, hopefully today, and uh, see what all the hype is about with that. Um, it looks awesome. They've definitely, a lot of the FMS stuff before was really about the scale appearance of things. And on this one, they've really went into the performance side of it, and they want to make it perform well. Um, and that's like their, their main goal with it. So it's got an awesome looking power wagon body on it. It's got 24 ball bearings in it instead of bushings, uh, two speed transmission, portal axles, uh, hard body. It just, it looks awesome. I love the tractor tires that they've got on it. it may not be the most capable tires to put on it, but they look wicked and that's an easy change out. Um, so really, you know, the thing with the SCX 24, that's really made it, um, just have this life of its own in that small scale world is the aftermarket support. You know, the element ones are decent crawlers as well, but they just don't have the same type of support, uh, for parts and brass and all the different things that we're using to make them even more capable. Um, it, it doesn't have that kind of support. And um, that's one of the things that I hope will happen with this FCX24 because they've already started with some certain things. Like the motor size is big on it. Um, the gearing, the way that they've done it, uh, one with the portals, but then the two-speed is really smooth at that slow. And then it's also got tons of speed in second gear. Um, like people were jumping them and stuff. It's crazy. So... It's cool to see that they're kind of pushing the the market a little bit in a way, and I just hope that the market will come behind it, and you know we'll start seeing some metal hop ups like axles and um, all the different offerings that you can get, links and and all the different parts that they run on it. We'll see some aftermarket support to uh, take them even even further to the next level because that's what I think has made the SCX twenty four so popular. And why people will just continue to buy that over all the other offerings is because of all the support for them. So um, it's really cool. You know, the big stuff and the small stuff, all the RCs have just been 
really, really in a good spot, I feel like, recently. And, um, you know, we're getting so many of the companies just releasing really cool products for us to use. And um, I'm excited about the rest of this year and what other releases are going to be coming. But, um, yeah, I've been keeping busy. I'll tell you what, I'm still working on stuff from the Monster Jam World Finals. I've still got videos to edit from there. Um, you know, I've got my, my product stuff that I'm working on. That's been keeping me busy as well. It really is just been insane, um, how much there is to do. And, uh, you know, as well as trying to, you know, do my, my normal job stuff. Um, I'm definitely keeping busy and, uh, making a few mistakes as I go. You guys will hear about that soon. Um, uh, my spelling bee special edition, <laughs> that I've got coming because I made a, a huge mistake in all the artwork and uh, I have a pretty pretty bad typo um, it's not bad but it's it's obvious now when I see it I can't believe I made it and that it, it, I looked at it so many times in the design process but um, yeah total gaff in in my spelling and uh, I see you know I, was, I went back to to, to do asked some questions and I saw the artwork sitting there and I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Like it just stood out like a sore thumb to me that time. And I don't know how in all the, the other processes of, of building it all out that I missed it, but it is what it is. It'll be updated. But those first people that, that get the first one are going to have the special, the special edition. You'll know that you got one of the first batch because, uh, it'll have a, a, a typo not just in like a small part of it it's like in the name of it that's why i said it was bad it wasn't like a a typo somewhere in like you know the the power or whatever it's the actual name that i gave it i made a typo on and uh and i missed it so just too busy and trying to do too many things trying to rush things out and i missed it and i feel so silly about it but it is what it is gotta gotta laugh it off Still going to be an awesome product, and uh, yeah, you'll if you get in early, you'll get the uh, the first batch and be able to say that you have um, the first order of this product. <laughs> but anyway, guys, we're gonna let it go. We're gonna let it end there. On that note, if you made it this far, <laughs> you'll have to let me know. And when, when you do your reply, spell something wrong in it so I'll know. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, catch you in the next episode.